Hey there, welcome to First Five. If you're looking for encouragement, you came to the right place. Let's dive in. So a few episodes ago, we talked about the baggage of pride and how pride can bring on this personal disgrace and dishonor on our lives. But today I want to talk about a disgrace and dishonor that doesn't come from self, that doesn't come from living out a prideful life, but comes from outside of us. That may even come from an obedience to God. I want to look at Acts 5, and essentially what happens in Acts 5, just to give you a little bit of context, what happens is the apostles are healing people left and right, okay? They're they're continuing to do what they've been told not to do, which is proclaim the good news of Jesus. They've been told not to do anything in the name of Jesus by the Sanhedrin, by the religious leaders of the day, and they choose to continue to do that. They are healing people left and right. Many signs and wonders are happening. People are literally getting healed in Peter's shadow. Peter's just walking past sick people and they're getting healed. It's crazy stuff. And this just really demonstrates the power of God through these normal, everyday, ordinary dudes. And this makes the Sadducees so upset because of the crowds that are gathering around them. It makes them furious and jealous because of the amount of people that are coming and listening to their message. And so they throw the apostles in jail. And as you can probably imagine, because God is is wild, okay? Like God sends an angel of the Lord to open up the gates of the jail and these men walk right out. And so when the Sanhedrin goes to find these men, they're not there. They're out in the streets, again, preaching the gospel as they've been told not to by the Sanhedrin. So the Sanhedrin brings them and they're basically like, we told you not to do this. Why do you keep doing this? They're angry. They're furious. Peter tells them, he's like, listen, we must obey God rather than human beings. Okay. We have to obey God. This has nothing to do with you. And then he begins to proclaim the gospel to the Sanhedrin. Once again, he tells them about what Jesus has done and why it is that they have to be obedient to what, to what they've been called to do because of what Jesus has done. And this makes the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin and the religious leaders of the day, it makes them so upset that they want to put these men to death. And then all of a sudden this Pharisee, this teacher of the law by the name of Gamaliel, he begins to tell this group of people kind of defend these men and basically it's like listen if this is from god (laughs) like there's nothing you can do to stop these men if it's really from god you're only going to be fighting against god if you continue to persecute them and so what happens is that the Sanhedrin decides not to kill them they're persuaded by Gamaliel's speech because he's well respected in the community but they still flog (laughs) the apostles. They cause physical harm to the apostles and they order them not to preach anymore in the name of Jesus. I want to read to you the last two verses of Acts 5. It says in verses 41 and 42, the apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. Day after day in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. I don't know about you, but whenever I hear the word suffering in any context, I'm not happy about it. Because of the way that the world is, because of the brokenness in the world, we've all experienced suffering of some kind in our lives. And so whenever I see the word suffering, I'm like, I don't want to go through that. But these men have considered it a joy 
to suffer. I want to bring you to, to this to your attention, what it says in the book of James. It says that we, we can count it all joy when we face trials of various kinds. Would we be people that when we face suffering, when, when, when there is suffering on the horizon, that we would count it all joy because Jesus suffered. We know that Jesus gave his life for us, that he willingly gave up his life because he loves us. He chose to give up his life for us so that our relationship with the Father could be restored, so that we could spend eternity with him. He chose to give up his life. He suffered. And the Bible says that we, when we put our faith and our trust in him, we join him. Him in his suffering. We suffer as Christ has suffered. If we've put our faith and trust in Jesus, that means that everything that we've been called to do won't make everyone around us happy. The apostles proved that. They were called to preach the good news of Jesus. They were called to let people know about what Jesus has done. And it's not making the religious leaders of the law happy. It's causing a public disgrace these men are being disgraced and dishonored in the community of faith. Their names are being thrown in the dust, in the dirt. They're being physically harmed for the sake of Christ, and yet they rejoice because they have been counted worthy of suffering that disgrace. This disgrace doesn't come from within. This is not a disgrace as a result of pride. This is a disgrace and a dishonor, which is what that word means, a dishonor that comes as a result of following Jesus, as a result of being obedient to what God has called you to do. Everything that you've been called to do in this life by God will not make everybody around you happy. It's not gonna make your parents happy all the time. It's not gonna make your friends happy. It's not gonna make your coworkers happy or your boss happy. Everything that you've been called to do is not gonna make everyone happy and you have to be okay with that because you know you're doing it for a greater purpose. You know you're doing it because of what Christ has done for you. I know some 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 young people who uh, who come from different religious backgrounds, come from different parts of the world, who are some of the most resilient believers I've ever met in my life because they have experienced this firsthand. That because they've chosen to follow Jesus with their lives and be obedient to what He's called them to do, this has caused their parents to kick them out the house. Like they they've literally been abandoned like they can no longer be a part of the family they've been disgraced and dishonored for the sake of Christ and I wonder if we would ever find ourselves in that situation if we ever found ourselves in that situation which listen you follow Jesus long enough you definitely will find yourself in a situation where you're experiencing a certain level of disgrace and dishonor as a result of following Jesus but I wonder if we ever found ourselves in that situation would we respond with joy like my friends who come from different faith backgrounds do? Would we respond with joy like the apostles do? Would we consider it joy or count it all joy when we face trials of various kinds? Could that be said about you and I? Let me encourage you, follow Jesus. Obey the command of what he's called you to do. Never stop proclaiming the good news. Never stop telling people that Jesus is the Messiah. Never stop preaching about the good news of Jesus because the world needs to hear it. It's what you've been called to do. And listen, it won't make everybody happy. It won't make everybody feel good. People will be disturbed by the, what, the way you choose to live your life 
by your obedience to God. But listen, you've been called, you've been commissioned to go into the world, to make disciples of all nations, to, 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 of all people, to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teach them all that Jesus has commanded them. And here's the encouragement. Jesus says, I am with you always to the very end of the age. The encouragement today that is in the middle of disgrace, in the middle of dishonor, in the middle of public humiliation, Jesus is right there with you. Whatever you have to endure for the sake of Christ, you do not have to do it alone. Jesus is with you. And listen, there's a community of faith that is rallying around you, that is cheering for you, that is walking with you in the middle of disgrace and dishonor. And you can band together. We can band together just like the apostles did and continue to do what we've been called to do, regardless of what we may experience as a result. My hope and my prayer is that as a result of this, you would walk boldly in your faith, that you would stand taller, that you would be okay with suffering disgrace for the sake of Christ, that matter of fact, you would rejoice because you've been counted worthy of suffering disgrace and dishonor for the sake of the name of Jesus. I really hope that encouraged you. We'll talk soon.